afternoon. It is Wednesday, May 6, 2020. And on today's episode of the Code St. Luke Telephone Broadcasting Service, we have Camilla Marquez, who's going to be uh, speaking about organizing. She is uh, a certified professional organizer, and she's going to give you some tips and tricks on how to uh, put some order in your home. And this is the feeling when you finish organizing your space. It brings you joy. We then have Nick Burgess uh, back here again today, singing uh, some uh, show tunes and some requests uh, and playing the piano for you. So that is the show, and I'm going to hand it over to uh, Danielle Belanger from the library, who is going to be speaking about organizing your home with our uh, speaker, Camilla Marquez. everyone and welcome to today's edition of the telephone broadcasting system today we have something special for you because we have a live event featuring camilla marquez camilla marquez is a certified professional organizer in montreal and founder of tidy up solutions her passion started after many years of working as a daycare teacher and noticing that when the time came to tidy up their toys, the children always know exactly where everything went. Why is that, you may ask? Because they had a good organizational system that made cleaning up faster, easier, and more fun. As a mom of three kids, she's busy and finds she needs to simplify her life by putting her own home in order. And she will share with you today her tips and tricks to tidy up your home. So welcome, Camilla. Thank you so much, Danielle, for the introduction. So good afternoon, everybody. As Danielle said, I am Camila Marquez, a professional organizer since 2018. But I think I've been doing this forever. Since I, a very young age, I found myself helping out a lot at home and always organizing my closet and trying to find solutions in my, in my bedroom. So what I do is I, I help clients gain control of every space in their homes by bringing uh, systems that are functional to their space through the organizational process. Um, so I hope you enjoy this webinar and you're going to learn so many tips and tricks uh, that you're gonna, you can't wait to start organizing your space. So there's different scenarios why someone wants to get organized. It, so just now think about your case. Why do you want to get organized? Could be that you feel overwhelmed because you have a lot of clutter. Could be that you're planning to downsize or you want to move or you lost someone that you love and you need to go through their belongings. Or maybe you're paying a rental storage and you want to cut down on that expense. Or maybe you have new grandkids and you want to transform a room in your, in your house that becomes a playroom for them. Or simply because you want to live in a space that sparks joy. And this is the feeling when you finish organizing your space. It brings you joy. So, most people are capable of getting organized, but don't know where to start, 
or don't have the energy or don't have the time. So in these cases, I always tell people to ask for help. Who can you ask? If you live with family, you can ask someone in your house. If uh, you want to ask a friend, well, now during this pandemic, you can give them a call, you can do a video chat and they can help you stay motivated or you can hire a professional organizer like me or we are a lot of organizers in the area of Montreal. Um, something for you uh, to be assured is that our job is confidential and we do not judge. So no matter how messy your house is, don't feel bad because your mess is our happiness. <laughs> so anyways, let's get into action now. There's three steps to tidy up properly. Why, what do I mean by tidying up properly? You don't want to rebound. You don't want to finish tidying up an area of your house and then a week later, it's a mess again. No, so these are the steps to avoid that. First of all, you're gonna declutter. Second of all, you're gonna sign a home and maintenance is the third step. So let's start by decluttering. But before you start declaring, you need to be ready for this. What do I mean by being ready? You need to set a block of time in your day that you're gonna block everything else out. So you're gonna stay focused on the declaring of whatever area you choose to do first. You're gonna set aside not only the time, but also leave your phone somewhere else so you don't get distracted and bring with you different color bags. One will be for donations and the other one will be for whatever you want to discard and it's garbage. So when I go to see my clients, I bring those bags and I always bring a third one that it's a blue one for anything that has to be recyclable. I bring it to the eco center or wherever it has to go. So now that you're ready to declutter, Let's talk about what is to declutter. So I'm showing now a picture of a very neat and tidy bedroom. So now have in mind, take a picture of your own bedroom and stay there, okay? I want you to visualize your bedroom, your bedroom as tidy and neat as you want the, the outcome to be. So what are you gonna do? Um, you're gonna think of all the categories you have in your bedroom. So you keep, most of you, you keep clothes. You might keep jewelry or books or mementos, anything you have. So you're gonna start choosing one category at a time. Let's start with the clothes. So you're gonna bring your clothes on your bed, but don't bring everything at once because you don't want to be overwhelmed. So you're gonna bring, let's say, your pants only. You're gonna bring them from everywhere you have your pants, even your off-season pants. You bring everything on your bed and start choosing what you like and what you don't like. You put it in that donation bag right away so you don't see it anymore. If there's something that it's very hard for you to decide if you wanna keep it or not, what I do with my clients, I ask them a different questions for them to help them know if they wanna keep it or not. So if you have the energy, try it on. If it's a pair of pants you're not sure, try it on. 
walk around, walk around, but in your bedroom, don't leave the, your bedroom. I'm going to tell you why in a second. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, be honest. Like if you have to wear it now, would you wear it? If you have to buy it again, would you buy it? So if those are yes questions, great for you. You keep them and keep on moving to the next um, item. If it's still very hard for you and you don't know, I suggest you keep it aside in a pile with the interrogation marks that you're not sure and then come back later in the day. Okay, so now the third step and before going to, sorry, the second step, but before that I wanted to come back and, I, and when I told you that do not leave your room, why did I tell you this? Because every time you leave your room, um, you get distracted and you saw something somewhere else and oh, I'm hungry, I wanna eat something and you lose focus and you lose motivation. No, you, we don't want that. We want to keep that focus and motivation on track. So try to avoid leaving your room. What is the second step for any organizing project is to assign a home. And what do I mean by this? Now that you want that you have all the items you want, you need to think where you're going to put them away and how you're going to do so. And if you need to buy any products. But please, I know we all love HomeSense and all these beautiful shops that sell amazing products, but do not start by buying anything. Please, because then you're gonna find yourself with containers that now it didn't have to be so big or it didn't have to be that size. So just trust the process and start by decluttering. I know assign a home is very fun and buying products is very fun as well, but trust me, you want to start by decluttering. So assigning a home, now you have all your clothes, you will have to decide, do I want to fold? Do I want to hang? How do I want to fold it? Do I want to use the vertical folding? Do I want to use the staircase folding that I'm going to come to that in a in few minutes? Or do you want to put in containers, in drawers? You need to think of that. The third um, step is maintenance. And this is key for any good habit because organizing is, being organized is a good habit. Just like uh, eating healthy or working out, being organized is a good habit and a soul it needs maintenance. So you need, what do I mean by this? Each time you are done using something, fold it, put it back away where it belongs, or just before going to sleep, like I always say, do a police check. Um, check if everything is in its place, because waking up to a home that is organized, oh, it uh, changes the mood in a good way. Good. So one of the questions that I asked very often is where should I start organizing? People ask me like, Camila, I'm lost. I don't know where do I start. I want to have my whole house organized, but please help me. So what I suggest them, it's, this is a very personal answer and depends on you and only on you. 
But if you're still lost and you don't know, I suggest people start with their bedrooms. Why? Because it's the place, the first place you see when you wake up. And it's the last area in your house you see when you go to sleep. So you want to wake up and go to sleep in a place that is cozy and it's very well organized. So now another suggestion I tell people is to start with small tasks. Do teeny tiny tasks. Choose one drawer one day. Go to your kitchen, do one drawer, and you're gonna feel motivated and maybe why not? Maybe you wanna do a second one. And another day you do a third one and so on and so forth. And it becomes so easy when you start uh, doing this process, then all the three steps, you're gonna do it without even thinking about it. And another um, suggestion I tell people is to limit the quantity of what you buy with the space you have. Let me say this again. Limit the quantity of what you buy with the space you have. If you have a small pantry, for example, like I do, I have, a, well, pretty small for a family of five. I will never go to Costco and buy five different packages, those gigantic packages of snacks. I stick to one. And I make sure my husband does the same because at the beginning he was bringing 10 different things. Stick to one. So your pantry is not uh, overflowing and is chaotic. So that's one of the way of, of staying on track and organized. Or some of you might be frustrated uh, because your stuff that you own won't fit in your closet. So listen, my closet works because I adjust what I own to what I have. It's not the best closet in the world. It's not renovated. It's when we moved to the house, it was just a, uh, a bar and that was it. So, but we made it functional. We brought systems. And honestly, if uh, I buy something new today, I need to take something out. And so stick to the space you have. This is um, something that I always say, when you have an organized home, you will, you will gain peace of mind, you will save time, and you will save money. You will gain peace of mind because a well-organized uh, household makes the life easier for everybody. You will save time because now you know where to find everything. And you will save money because you're gonna stop buying doubles because now you know what you have. And let me tell you a funny story about this saving time. Every morning, well, before the pandemic, <laughs> uh, my husband will drop off the kids at school. And a few years ago when my son was uh, younger, when he was two, he had an obsession with car keys. So he will hide the keys, the car keys, somewhere in the house. Even though it was always, we assigned a home for the car keys, a beautiful bowl in the entrance. 
And I was refusing to move that ball from where it was because it, he could reach the level, he could reach the ball, but I was insisting for him to learn that that's not for him to play, that's mommy's, that's daddy's. So for several months, he will do the same joke ever and ever. So I said, enough, I can't do this anymore. He's still uh, hiding this case. So what can we do? So my husband, he's very technological. So he found, um, I don't know if you heard about small like, tiles. It's from Apple. Uh, so you attach that tile. It's a white tile, very small. You attach it to the, the key. So whenever he was losing it now, we could find it through our phone. We could, we could search it. So, I mean, you can play around. This is a funny story that uh, I like to tell. And I have a lot more stories like this, but um, I, I just wanted to tell you that one. So now I'm showing, for the people who are not looking at the slides, I am showing uh, one of the projects I did actually in my kitchen. Uh, so to see the different products I use to keep a good uh, system and easy to with one movement only to take the thing that I was looking for because you don't want if you're looking for your bowl you don't want to remove many things and then reach for your bowl you just want to do one or two movements at least so here I added um, hooks for um, for my teacups and my coffee mugs. I added hooks very easy with a drill and then I added, they're wide so the look is nice. And then I added an extendable racer to make it like another shelf for easier access to different things in my kitchen. Um, well, for people who are not looking again, I'm going to describe this picture. So this is one of my a project that I did with a teenager. So the mom called me, she was desperate. Uh, she didn't know what else to do with her daughter. Her room was a mess, things everywhere, books. You, whatever you step, you would have stepped on something. The, the, you couldn't see the floor. So I worked with a teenager. I asked the mom gently not to come in the room because we, it was something between both of us. We don't want to add uh, tension to this process. So we decluttered together and that was the result. But now you see a nice picture and it's tidy, but the process, even when you do it, when you do this at home, the process is not very nice. That was the process. So uh, you see uh, the bed full of clothes, a pile of clothes, so that was part of decluttering her clothes. We did it together. She was choosing what sparked joy and what didn't. And then the rest of the steps, I did it by my own because she had a very busy schedule. So I did it by my own and she was very happy with the outcome. And she still keeps that tidy. Let me tell you, this is very important. So now I'm showing you another project I did for a client. I did her whole house. Uh, but now I'm showing only the drawer. So the, in the first picture, the before picture, you see, you cannot even tell where there is. It's, I can only see a bra, a bra, or maybe two. And by taking everything, clearing everything out of the drawer, wiping the drawer and choosing what she had and folding properly everything and finding uh, containers, she was able now to see everything when she opened the drawer she could see everything at once everything is neat 
everything, the way it's folded is the vertical folding. So it's very easy. I can show you that another time. This is another of her drawers. So in the first picture, the before picture, you just see clothes that are probably around without even really noticing what it was. Maybe two pair of socks I see. So again, pull everything out, divide it by categories, fold it appropriately depending on what it is. And now you can see what their socks and they're beautifully um, tidy. These are two different kind of folding. One is the vertical folding that when you open the drawer, it, the vertical folding works for drawers and containers. If you have an open shelf and you don't want to put any baskets, it's better stacking, right? It's everybody knows that way of folding only in half. But if you want to do the vertical, you have to do it in thirds or maybe sometimes four times. So you can see everything you own at once and you choose, you're not stuck to always choosing the first thing that you find on the, on the first pile. And the second way of folding, I call it the staircase method. Why? Because it looks like a staircase. It works when you don't have a lot of the same category. Let's say like here, if uh, you have only four pants and you want to fold them, you just use the staircase. It's very easy. You see everything you own at once. So I hope you really enjoy everything and you now you have the motivation you need uh, to start this process. And once again, if you feel stuck, ask someone for help. Um, and as I said before, this is a good habit. And as every good habit inquires repetition and repetition and doing it every day. And if you live with more people in the home, ask them to help you as well. Ask them to be on board. You're not the only one doing it. Everyone has to be on the same boat and helping. This is something I tell my kids all the time. Um, you're gonna laugh, but I tell them, this is not a hotel. I'm not room service here. So everybody help. And well, they, they do help. Of course, they have uh, their days like we all do. And if you come to my house today, uh, with three kids, let me tell you, it won't be very tidy, but everything has a home. So when it's time to put things away, my kids, my husband and I, we, we all know where things go. Because when things, they don't have a home, they're going to stay there on the countertop of your kitchen forever. So take the time, take a few minutes to think, okay, I received this magazine. Where should I put it? I don't want to have it here forever. If you have any questions and you would like more like personal questions and you would like to ask me, feel free to contact me by phone. Um, everything, well, my phone number is 514-651-2523. You could check my website for all my information. It's www.tidyup.solutions. No.com. Everybody's asking me that because it's very, very confusing. .com, it's a domain. Solutions is another domain. So it's dot .solutions. Feel free to follow me if you would like in social media or any questions. I will be very, very happy to 
to answer. And for the meantime, while uh, this pandemic lasts, I'm doing virtual organizations. Um, thank you so much for being there and for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much, Camilla. Now I see that there's a question from the audience. So Okay, so Camilla, the question is, sometimes with couples, one partner is tidy and the other is not, but often one partner is more tidy than the other. What do you recommend in situations like these? Thank you for that question. I'm laughing because that is my case, and I think a lot of couples are going through the same. So first of all, like I always say, teach by the example instead of words, use actions. So you are already tidy, one step forward you are, that's good. My second advice will be to have a conversation and honest, using kind words and really express them, your frustrations and really talk to them about all the positive things of having an organized space and why you want them to be on, on board with them because it's a household and you all need to pull the same direction. I hope I, I, I answered the question and you can apply that. Thank you, Camilla. Now I see another question just came in. The question is, what would you recommend for a very small bedroom with no room for a bureau? Okay. In that case, when you don't have room for an office, for a desk, I will suggest if you have a dining room, use the dining table as your desk and find a way where you can put all your things away, your stationery, like find maybe in your dining room, you have a closet that you can assign an area with a nice box. You can put everything in there once you're done working because you don't want to have everything on the dining table. So, or maybe your kitchen table, I don't have a desk myself, so my husband has an office. I don't because I go out to see clients. But now, during this pandemic, I needed to make an office for myself, and I'm using my dining table. And one of my, I have a chest of drawers, of drawers. so one of them, it's my, my computer and my pen, my notebook. Th that's a, a, a solution. Perfect. Thank you so much for your, your time, Camilla, and your answers. I think that uh, everyone enjoyed your tips and tricks, and hopefully everyone will be up to starting on one of their rooms in, in their homes. Yes, I hope so. Thank you for this invitation, Danielle. I really enjoy it, and I hope to see you soon. Thank you to you, too. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. following is brought to you by Recreation CSL and is an excerpt from Broadway Happy Hour with Nick Burgess, presented by the Siegel Center for Performing Arts. Welcome back to Broadway Happy Hour. I'm so glad you're all here with me tonight. So, I thought we could do this next song, une chanson en français, uh, pour mes amis et ma famille francophone, et aussi pour mes amis in Nova Scotia, to my friends in Nova Scotia, Richard and Edouard and Kenneth, um, who are good friends of, of Marty and I's. Um, we are with you at the moment, thinking about you. I know that it's devastating what happened and I'm, I don't want to dwell on it, but I do just want to say that 
I and I'm sure everyone here at Broadway Happy Hour is thinking of you uh, in this difficult time for Nova Scotia. So I want to do this song in French for you. Um, and it is called Aimer. And I don't think anything is more important than love, right? I think we can all agree on that. So this is for you, my friends. It goes like this. So why don't we start with the King and I? Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. Getting to know you, putting it my way but nicely.
and she had prepared a song. And when she got to the event, they said, Miss Evans, we would, you know, prefer you to sing this other song, the one I'm about to play. And she said, but I don't know that song. They said, don't worry, we're going to have a guy with cue cards, and he's going to be following you around, and the song's going to be, you know, you'll be trapped with this guy with the cue cards. And she said, okay, I'm a bit nervous about that, but all right. And then it started to rain and pour and thunder, and the guy with the cue cards fell down. But it was like live national TV, so there's nothing that she could do. So she had to keep going and make up the words. So that's June 1st, as always, National Leslie Uggams Day. Here we go. June is busting now all over, all over the meadow and the hill. Buds are busting down on bushes and the rumping river bushes. Every little wheel and wheels beside a hill. June is busting now all over. The feeling is getting so intense that the young Virginia keepers have been hugging the perjeepers out of all the morning glories on the Stoker, I mean, incredible, the first recipient of 
a Tony Award in a wheelchair. And she went up there in her wheelchair and took that award. I mean, talk about visibility, right? And representation, bless her. This is like, ain't say no. I'm just a girl who can't say no. I'm a material fix. I always say, come on, let's go. Just when I already say mix. When a person tries to kiss a girl, I know she already gives face a smack. But as soon as someone kisses me, I somehow sort of want to kiss them back. I'm just a fool when lights are low. I can't be perceived and played. I ain't the type that can fade. How can I be what I gain? I can't say no. More. I'm just a girl who can't say no. Can't seem to say that. Sun. Me and name I call myself 
tools we use to build a song. Once you have these notes in your heads, you can sing a million different tunes by mixing them up like this. So do la fa mi do re. Can you do that? So do la ti do re do. Everyone at home. Very good. Now put it all together. So. concludes this segment from Broadway Happy Hour with Nick Burgess. Please tune in tomorrow and every day this week to hear more excerpts from Broadway Happy Hour presented by the Siegel Center for Performing Arts and brought to you by the Parks and Recreation Department of Cote St. Luke.